Let Lita take you on a journey of faith, life, travel, and interior design. Take your life out of the status quo and into 2020. Status Life with Lita is brought to you by Status Home Design and by the Law Office of Derek M. Hayes at 404-777-HERT. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to Status Life with Lita on Business Radio X. We are broadcasting live again, thankfully, from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio in the Senesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. On every episode of Status Life with Lita, we take you on a journey of faith, life, travel, and interior design. We want to take your life out of the status quo and into 2020. My name is Derek Hayes, and it's my pleasure to introduce the star of the show, Lita Brooks. Good afternoon, Lita. Good afternoon. Hello. Always wonderful to see you here at the studio. Thank you. And you know what I'm thinking? We may have to fix that intro because we're talking about travel. And I know no one's really doing much of that right well, now. Well, that's, so, true. that's yeah. true. We'll all get back there soon enough. Ooh. But that's one of those teasers, something to look forward to in the, in the future. Okay. Well, before we begin today, a quick reminder that Status Life with Lita is brought to you by Status Home Design, your one-stop shop for all your home and gift needs, and by the law office of Derek M. Hayes. Injured in Georgia, make the right call to the law office of Derek M. Hayes at 404-777-HERT. Well, let's get started. On today's show, we have a lot of great things to cover. In fact, Lita is here today to discuss, first, what's going on with status, a new fitness and weight loss journey that she wants to share with everyone, and also to begin a three-part series on teaching everyone about style and how to figure out what their own style may be. It's a jam-packed show. Yeah, yeah. Well, before we get through all that, let's talk about you first. You've gone through corona. How are you feeling now? I could say 100% better. It's been, uh, let's see, uh, March 23rd was the date that I was tested. And so uh, today's what, the 28th, 29th? Yeah. It's in the shelter in place. I'm like fumbling on my words. I don't even know what day it is. <laughs> I don't sorry. think people even know what a calendar is anymore. <laughs> no. It's terrible. Days of the week. There was that song when you were a kid you learned, but nobody knows that anymore. Yes, I am 100%. I have been enjoying getting out in the evenings with the kids and taking some walks. Um, started a little bit of jogging last night, which we're going to get to when we start talking about some health and fitness. But just the way that that really felt in my lungs to really push some air in there having corona, that's where the virus sits. And it's difficult to even get a breath. And so to be able to start with just some slow walks and some fast walks and now some just walking and jogging. And when I say I'm jogging, it's about a hundred steps and then I got to catch my breath, but you have to start somewhere. That's it. I briefly touched on status, your store. Yes. So let's talk about that. Um, are you open right now? Um, Let's discuss that. But also, too, I saw on social media, and I'm aware of the fact you all are selling masks. We are. So let's touch on two points there. When are you are you opening yet? Uh, and also, let's talk about. <coughs> excuse me. Let's talk about the mask. Are we opening yet? That's the big question of the day. Because as of now, in the state of Georgia, Governor Kemp has not mandated that retail is allowed to be open. What we've been doing through the whole shelter in place is selling virtually. So you can look at our social media, uploading videos every day, new merchandise. We do have an online store. And during the shelter in place, that's really taken off with the online sales. So we do have that as an outlet. And um, with the masks, that's really increased the people that are coming to the store. So let's talk about that. So no, we are not open. We're waiting for the governor to determine when retail will be open. Um, 
And that's it. That's all I can say. We're watching the news very carefully. I know my staff is glued to the news. We're shooting for May 13th. That is our target date. That date was set way back when the shelter in place was put into place, you know, back in uh, mid-March. There are other retail stores opening. We're not ready. We've got to clean. We've got to organize. My staff is not ready mentally. People are not sure. ready to come back in front of the public at this time. We need a few more weeks. It's an ever-evolving process, clearly. It's, yeah, and it's a stressful process. This is not easy. This is not an easy decision um, because you there's a lot at stake. If sure. you know, I've had it, so I'm immune. I feel like I have the armor on, but no one else in my store has. And so asking them to come and work a shift, yes, we're going to implement everything that the governor tells us to. We're going to wear masks and we're going to wear gloves and we're going to wipe everything down. But it it's still contagious. We don't know if, if even putting that in place is going to prevent you know anyone else from getting it. And not to get off on another tangent, but you also have several employees with school-age kids. Yes. And moms are having to be teachers now. Dads are having to be teachers now. And there's a child care issue and, and opening back up again. So a lot of things to be addressed. And I know yes. you'll make the right choices as you always do. Oh, thank you. In regards to the store. All right, let's move to the next topic. Oh, wait, no, we got to yes. touch on the mask. Oh, the mask. That yes, was the second absolutely. part of the question. So yes, my seamstress, uh, she has a workshop right inside status. She is making high quality masks. And I have a lot of nurses, healthcare profession professionals buying these masks. Uh, they have a wire on the top, so they're able to mold to your nose. They have a pocket where you can put a paper mask or use paper towels as a filter, and they're washable. She's using really high-quality fabric. Let me tell everyone listening how to get your hands on a mask. I'm going to give you a phone number. Uh, if you don't, if you're driving listening to this podcast, just go to my social media. You want to text the store, 470-991-0110. Text your name, how many masks you need. You will get a call from someone on my staff. We're sitting down and making all the calls from the texts that are coming in once a day. Um, and you'll prepay for your masks. It, it gets the quantity on order. And then we will tell you the next customer pickup time, the curbside pickup, and we will have your order ready. It is working. The system is absolutely getting these masks in the hands. And we are shipping. I'm actually shipping these masks right now all over the United States. So it, that's the easiest way for me to fill these orders. Text. We will call, fill the order, we'll get it to you. On a side note, you have masks for men, for women, yes. for extra large men. I know there was one that was a request for that, mm -hmm. and also kids. Yes, yes, and, all different sizes. You can't find sizes. these anywhere else. That's the cool thing about them. They're, they're really not like this. well-made. They're not mm -hmm. your typical just paper mask or some of those very flimsy masks that, quite frankly, probably don't work very well at all. All right, so let's move on to the next topic. Okay. I know that, that you're, uh, one of the things you referenced in, in the uh, notes to me is, is a weight loss journey. Let's yeah. talk about that for a minute. <laughs> I go silent. Uh. I, I, when you said that and you wrote that note, I thought of all people that I know, you're absolutely gorgeous, number one. And, and I don't see the weight loss, the need for the weight loss program. Stop. You say that because you flatter me. And every time I ask you, are these pants too tight? How do I look? You always say no, but I always say you see me with rose colored glasses. Yes, I do. Um, so those of you listening, if this is your first show that you're catching, I bet you're getting it right now that Derek and I are a couple. So therefore, he's not allowed to tell me um, when my pants are too tight. But <laughs> with that being said, um, things are tight. And, you know, with 
the shelter in place, I really thought that that was going to jumpstart the pounds, the winter pounds that I wanted to take off. And in reality, it, it's not winter. I'm, I'm having full disclosure here. For me, my frame, I know the, the weight that I like to sit at. Um, I'm not so concerned with the scale, but more so how I look and how things fit. And I know right now things are tight. Um, we're going into bathing suit season and ugh, I'm, I'm just not ready for that. But I know this is going to resonate with a lot of women. And again, I was going to use the shelter in place, but then I got sick and I lost four weeks of my life. Uh, the sickness is behind me. We just talked about me starting to take some walks. This is really going to be the time that I'm able to start with summer starting. And I'm going to use this platform and I'm going to bring anybody that's interested in losing a little bit of weight. Maybe you have a lot of weight, but let's do it together. And I know you, and before I met you, I knew that you ran 50Ks, 20Ks, trail runs. You were an exercise running fanatic. I know that. And you went through the kidney donation to your dad, and I know that limited your ability to continue that kind of exercise and workout regimen. But I know, too, that you're chomping at the bit to get back out there now and do something since you have been sheltered in place and had to deal with the coronavirus. Yeah, so... I know you like to talk about the runs, but I, I do know that, that running at that level is definitely behind me, and I knew that that was behind me, even doing the kidney donation. Um, just on a side note, my doctor going through this, and it was the day of the kidney eval, he said that he would clear me to do a marathon, but I used to train and do the 50Ks, and I would train six months on and six months off. So, but I want everyone listening to know I am not in that tip top shape right now. I have not, you know, my kidney uh, donation was three years ago and I really haven't picked running back up in any sort of normal routine since then. Um, I'll go out, you know, with my running buddies here and there, but now, especially, I mean, even this whole year, work has consumed my life. My kids have consumed my life. Exercise has just, you know further and further and further by the wayside so at this point today i am starting from scratch yeah and a point on the the kidney donation i know there was something you mentioned about the bmi and you have to maintain certain weight um, yeah and so your body mass index my, you know it's calculated to have one kidney and that's what again made me a good candidate for donation was my weight was was within the right realm uh for one kidney and so watching the scale go up and up and up, and I, I don't know the limit. I don't know when I would be in the danger zone, but I don't even want to get close to it. Again, it's, it's about how I feel. And yes, I might, I might have some sort of a medical risk, and I think I do. Um, I'll have to discuss with my doctor about that. But it's, it's being a woman and, you know, seeing um, shirts are tight. And, oh, I just don't, I don't like, it's, it's more of a feeling. It's more about being uncomfortable in your own skin. Well, again, I think you look terrific, Ugh. but Stop what, saying is, that. what is your ultimate goal with this? So overall, I want to be healthier. I'm not a diet kind of person. I just, I want to eat right, but I have to jumpstart this. I have a solid 10. I want to take off period. 15 would be amazing. Um, 10 for sure. Uh, I'm hoping women are going to follow me with any amount of weight loss that they want to take off. And we're going to share these stories. Um, and, you know, we're going to jump in this together. I'm just here as a resource. And that's the whole point of Status Life with Lita. Uh, I'm not an expert, you know, just because I've done some training in that. I'm not going to talk about that. We're not going into those kind of runs. We're going to talk about how to start from scratch. We're going to talk about how to make better food choices. We're going to talk about what works for me, and we're going to talk about what doesn't. 
And the plan is to follow some programs, try some shakes, try some recipes, and bring it all here. Find out what works for you and find out what doesn't. There are some, uh, I'm, I'm in the Atlanta area, and there are some women with some phenomenal fitness programs. Um, I'm going to try a few. I've got an ab program that I've just signed up for. I've seen the results. I've seen the results in some of my friends. Beautiful, rock-hard abs. Um, so I'm going to try it. And then I'm going to bring her in here and interview her and talk about her fitness journey because um, she has a fantastic one, too. So this is not all about me. I'm just jump-starting it. Well, as a guy, we all tend to joke with each other about our weight. That's just what guys do. I know it's rather vulnerable for a female to talk about weight. Um, So with you doing this, I I want you to share with everyone, you know, what made you decide to open up and and be this vulnerable? Uh, Sure it is. I want to talk about weight. I don't want to tell everybody I've got 10 pounds to lose. I want everyone to see me like you do, Derek. But that's not real. That is not authentic. And it's not real. And I don't don't want to be fake. Um, You know, again, I, I keep saying that is the whole point of this. I wouldn't want someone to come to me for advice if I haven't been through that struggle. Okay, I want to help people, but I want to do it from a really real authentic place. If I've got some pounds to lose, put it out there. Just because it's vulnerable doesn't mean it's not helpful. I I don't like to hide behind vulnerability. Of course, it's uncomfortable, but let's put it out there and let's let's handle it and deal with the problem. You know, I'm sure that there are plenty of medical doctors, anyone else out there with, you know, fitness, nutrition people with extensive training, and and you could go to those people and you could get advice. But for me personally, I want to go to someone who's been through the struggle. It's like going to someone for divorce advice, but yet they're happily married and they've never gone through a divorce. So they don't know how it's going to feel. They don't know the struggle. That's not the person I'm going to go to. And so it's the same sort of example here for me. That makes perfect sense. And that's a really good way of putting it. Um, so yeah, I understand completely. Well, I feel like this is going to resonate with a lot of people. Um, the topic itself and carrying this through a three part series, the guest that we have to look forward to and and your own uh, journey, if you'll call it that through this program, it's not going to be easy. Okay. Wait, (laughs) I wouldn't have extra weight on me if this was easy. Um, you know, back in the day, I felt like I could look at my running shoes and weight would just come off of me. Okay. (laughs) It was, I mean, (laughs) I used used to, you know, I'm in my 40s now. I it's not the same. It has completely changed. My metabolism has changed. I cannot eat what I want. Um, you know, cheap meals, all that kind of stuff. You know, we'll jump in. We'll dive into all of it. But um, it, it's different, and it's been stuck on me for quite a while now. So, so I'm going to use this, and I'm going to get it off. That's and my I feel determination. the motivation already. So when are you oh, starting? When are we starting? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> I, I guess I did use the wrong pronoun there. Sorry. When are we slash I? Did you pack you your tennis started? shoes? Are we going to the park yes, tonight? Yes, I have my tennis shoes with me. Absolutely. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm going to start right now. Let's start this week. There's no better time like the present. I'm announcing it. I'm putting it out there. I'm going to talk about it on my social media channels. Again, starting the ab program. It's been on my radar for a while. Um we're, we're just jumping in. It's time. It's time. You know, the sun is out and it's almost time to get in our bathing suits and go to the lake or the beaches and, and hopefully the shelter in place is over. But again, no time like the present. Well, what you don't realize when we go on our walks in the park and I stop to look at a snake or any other wildlife there, it's not because I really want to look at that snake. It's my <laughs> chance to take a break and breathe for a few minutes. Sure. It's hard to keep up with you. Um, 
so having said that, what do you think will be your biggest challenge in this? Well, for me, my biggest challenge is time. And again, I think that's another problem that a lot of people can resonate. I work full time. Uh, my store, I, I own a retail store, Status Home Design. It's open seven days a week. Now, I know that's a little different right now, but even with the shelter in place, we are making masks. That is taking, that is a full-time job. Hel and, and I want to do that. I am helping as many people as I can in getting these masks in your hands. So even though I'm not helping customers in the store, I am still helping customers behind the scenes. So time. Uh, most nights when I come home from work, I am beat. I have just been on my feet. I have probably just spoken to 100 people, taping a podcast, writing a blog, trying to exercise. Um, Being then, a teacher to two kids at home yeah, right, I, now? right now? Yes. Um, yeah. What right now my life and before Corona, you know, the, the time constraint is still there, even though life looks a little bit different right now. Um, they need my full attention. So when I'm home, I've got to cook dinner because I don't like fast food X amount of nights a week because that's putting on the pounds and it's not healthy for them. We have schoolwork or homework, activities, trying to take a walk, baths, movie. I mean, they need attention. They want me to curl up. They don't want me to sit on my laptop and be working on something, checking emails. They want me curled up on the sofa with them. Being mom. Being mom. And for me, that is where exercise and eating right completely disappeared was it because of my time disappeared and whether that's my excuse but honestly that's my reason I think everybody can understand that time is always one of those difficult hurdles to get over and I know how dedicated and determined you are in life in general and very headstrong and the kind of person you set a goal and you go after it full speed and don't let up and I appreciate that one of the, the most admirable traits you have um, one of the things I, I love about you and I think everybody else that knows you does um, so I look forward to this journey. I think this is going to be great. And I think everyone listening will enjoy it as well. All right. Time to transition. I don't know right. if you're supposed to say that or not, but that's the goal. We're going to transition to the we next can. part of the show. Yeah, we got a big topic. Because you are talking about a three-part series, Teaching Design Styles. I don't know how much you love to teach, and I've seen you do lectures and those kind of things. Um, so what do you think everyone's going to learn from this three-week uh, teaching series about styles? All right. This is really interesting. And what I want to do is give everyone an education on the different design styles. And I want to do this for the purpose of helping people figure out where they fit. Okay? Stay with me. Here's why. I cannot tell you how many times in my profession, both owning the store and being an interior designer, People come up to me, whether they're looking for a piece of merchandise in the store or they want to hire me to come and design their home, and they have absolutely no idea what their design style is. They go completely blank. And now I know everyone does not know the lingo, and I know um, trends are always ever-changing. And I know this is where the insecurity stems from. And so that's what I want to hit on. Again, we're going right into vulnerability, right? We just did a whole weight loss. And now we're going to talk about your home, your haven, your design style. Um, it really pains me to see that people are almost embarrassed or shy to answer this question. They feel like they are afraid of what my response is going to be about their style. And I know of all things, fear is not in your vocabulary. You're someone who has no fear at all. So with that being said, I, having to listen to someone else's fear, I know it inspires you to, to help them get through that. That's true. That is the inspiration, 
I can't go as bold to say as I don't have fear. I feel like I fear a lot of things. I'll say that for you. Well, the, I, it's the way that I handle fear. I, I just, I don't sit behind it. Sitting behind fear is not a, a place that is comfortable for me. I like to problem solve it. I like to attack it. I like to go through it. I learned that anything that you are afraid of, if you, again, face your fear, you walk through it, you knock the wall down, you go to the other side of it, it, I know what's over there. I hate seeing people in any situation, right? There's a lot of topics that we're going to cover here on Status Life with Lita. But um, today is design style. But again, I just, it, it really pains me to see people sit in insecurity. I also know how you let faith help you conquer fear as well. Oh, well, 100%. That's the only thing that does conquer fear. And I think that, you know, my faith has even brought me this platform to be a teacher and to be able to help people in any way that I can. Right. Well, I, having said that, I, I know that design style is a, a concept I'm not familiar with at all. My idea of design style is what arcade game can I put in what corner, what pinball machine, what sports memorabilia will look good on top of that, and what items I can put in my, my bar and my home. That, that's pretty much it. Well, that's I can the speak style. to that. That style for me. I thought it was a style anyway. Well, yes, because before I was involved. Yeah. And, and, and that is no style. And I know, too, I remember the first time I saw your home, you were very reluctant. You were very insecure. And, and you are everyone. You're everyone that is listening. And they just have this sheepish way. And you. Okay. Well, I was also a single guy with two kids at home. And, and you have an excuse. Yeah. I, and, I, and every Style was I, not something I was concerned with. Every person I speak to, everyone, well, you know, this was my mother's or this is all I could afford. I, that is perfectly fine. That is, that is fine. But it is the embarrassment and the, again, the insecurity. I'll go back to that word. So when I ask people, that's 100% what bothers me, Okay. They say it and they clam up. You can almost see them go inside their shell. Like, like take your shoulders and kind of bend inward and, and, and almost want to cross your arms, right? You, you see this body language on people when they want to go inside their shell. I see it day after day when they're in front of me. Well, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's just they, they can go from this great big personality. And if you start talking about their home and what do you like and what do you want to do? And what are we working with? There's no, oh, well, I'm farmhouse or I'm transitional or I love modern. That very bold of an answer is not the answer you get 99.9% of times. I think I could be the voice of almost everyone listening now. And part of the reluctancy about talking about style when you ask that question, what is your style, is, okay, if I say farmhouse and that's no longer a trend, am I going to sound crazy by saying something that is no longer I don't want to say acceptable but a, a real trend out there that's a really good point so let's say you know the farmhouse trend was all the rage it's it's still there especially in the south where we're at but um yeah let's say that you did your entire house farmhouse and you love it you loved it before it was even a trend and now you read in the magazine or you hear from a designer or somebody's on HGTV and they tell you that farmhouse is gone and now what you still love it but you're afraid to love it because if you make that announcement, right, exactly what you just said, Derek. Now you're you're speaking to something that's Ooh, dated. I said farmhouse and now she's going to look at me and go, wow, you're so far behind the times. What are you thinking? The biggest thing I can tell you from a design professional, who cares? Love it. Own it. 
I would much rather somebody come up to me and tell me I love traditional. Traditional has been gone for a very long time, right? I, when? The late 90s to probably 2004, 2005. That's when we started getting rid of traditional. I don't care. If that is what you love, own it. I just, I want people to have that confidence. You don't have to be sheepish if it's your style. Let's work with it. Let's enhance it. Let's pull in some fresh pieces or, you know, spruce something up. But again, it's, it's the mindset behind, um, just really being able to own it. Sure. And this is a three part series. I know we kind of mapped out the plan for future shows, but where do you want to start? today as far as trends and styles all right so today I want to start the education part with the four most popular styles that we are seeing right now all right I am speaking to the southern United States in the four styles now this answer is going to vary depending on where you are in the world and where you are actually in the United States so don't tune me out if you're in California chances are you've got a few of these in your region too okay all right, so believe it or not, doing some research on this, the number one style right now is bohemian chic, or wow. otherwise known as boho chic. Yes. So kind of sort of the 60s all over again? A little bit, a little bit. I'm going to go through the points. Some tie-dyes and things of that sort? No, 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 no. It is not tie-dyes. Um, they... I should make mention, I will have all four of these specific styles up on the blog, uh, hopefully this evening. So at Status Life with Lita, you can listen to this and go to the blog. Um, so you can see some pictures. I'm going to go through the descriptions of all these styles. Uh, okay, so boho chic. It, it can be very eclectic. It can be exotic. It can be vibrant. And then what I see mostly in boho chic, so going you know we go to all these design trade shows and I, we were seeing boho chic everywhere last year so what we know about boho chic is when you're seeing it at the trade shows that is the hottest style coming up for the next season that is how we as designers are able to see the trends and predict what is coming okay so from that show i as a business owner ordered a ton of boho chic I am still sitting on all of that boho chic. I remember okay? High Point when we went there together and here Bo at the Atlanta yes. Trademark or the Atlanta Atlanta Apparel Mart. I know that boho chic, the throw pillows, all those kind of things oh. were everywhere. Yes, you're starting to sound like a designer. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> the, He's learning his lingo. The vignettes. That they had set up. <laughs> yes. Okay. So why didn't it sell? Where my store is located in the suburbs of Atlanta, I don't have very many millennials. Boho chic is a huge millennial trend. I've got millennials that work for me and they were eating up boho chic. Everything I brought in, they were drooling and they're friends. But the majority of my customers are young mothers. I mean, we're talking suburbia here, right? So ladies with younger children to, you know, my parents' age, um, and, and that's, you know, uh, the age demographic of where my store is located. So for me, the boho chic didn't work, but yet it is the number one design trend. That's interesting. Yes. Very interesting. So again, it, it works. All right. So let's talk through the style. Um, you've probably seen, if you know anything about boho chic, you're going to look for floor pillows. Uh, you, they're also called poofs. Those big, poofs. Uh, yeah. yes, those big I that square. Term. You're going to see um, the rugs. They, even if it's a brand new rug, it's going to be made to look well-worn. 
Uh, Mid-century modern is a style. We're going to cover that style in a later show, but it's more clean lines. Uh, Mid-century modern has, you know, handles that are, are very sleek. It's a, it's a cleaner look, right? More from the 70s. Mid-century modern the furniture fits beautifully into boho chic so you've got some clean lines but yet you've also got uh, botanicals you've got fig leaf trees you've got a lot of greenery so the color palette for boho chic can be very black and white with the greens of the organics um, you can mix some patterns but there's also going to be some geometric you've seen the rugs kind of the black and white the diamond shaped rugs right now those are very popular um, you think of almost a monochromatic color palette and then you add in the organics but that is all very boho chic um, again go to you know looking for styles go to pinterest and google boho chic that's going to be another fantastic way um, to get the visuals on what i'm explaining instead of pinterest go to your blog because you're gonna that's have what i said oh, yeah yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, but sorry. even more you know okay. I, i'm gonna be able to exp you know have everything yeah. out um but yes yes there's tons of resources out there sure now farmhouse i kind of jokingly mentioned farmhouse before and i know that still is a style but I've heard you use the, the term fading, but if it's what you like, it's what you like. Oh, absolutely. I mean, now we're building modern farmhouses. So they took the traditional farmhouse and all the elements that make it farmhouse, and they started putting the modern back in and just coined a term modern farmhouse. Okay. So you've got two very specific design styles that were put together. But let's talk about traditional farmhouse design. So it's originally, it, it comes from a modern approach to a cabin inspired interior design. It is meant to be very textured. You think of a farmhouse as a lot of layering. You want uh, the wood floor, maybe a darker wood floor uh, with shiplap became really popular with the farmhouse. I mean, that just exploded a few years ago. We're shiplapping everything, ceilings mm -hmm. and fireplaces, all the walls, Which just is shiplap really, it all. A really good look. It it's really beautiful. Is. Yeah, no, it really, really is because of the texture. It takes just a plain plastered drywall and adds the lines and then you put pictures on top of that. So you're thinking layer upon layer and then you put a plant in front of that and on one wall you can have three or four different textures. Lots of character to the wall then. Absolutely. Yes. Um, so you want to see a lot of texture. You see the dried lavender and any really of the dried uh, botanicals uh, a lot of greenery we started seeing a lot of eucalyptus and a lot of magnolia and just these different uh, picks and wreaths and all green cotton balls I know I've seen that yep yes cotton came back so I've learned something. I know I know you've been hanging out with me long enough absolutely um, definitely distressed wood is very popular in farmhouse and linen the upholstered linen so you want to think of these more neutral the whites the beiges very muted colors there's not a lot of pop of color in farmhouse it's even if you get the woods you get the the naturals it, very layered very textured but also very muted in color and far different of course from boho chic yes boho chic is cleaner lines again it's got that mid-century modern it's got the white and black and it's also got the botanicals but in style they are very very different Right. Well, another term I've heard you use in talking about style is transitional. What does that mean? Transitional. This is a really neat style that was designed to marry two other styles together. So transitional really marries modern 
and traditional. Okay, so you're not farmhouse. You're not, let's say that you have a, the exterior of your home really doesn't sit with having a farmhouse on the interior. And these are things you have to think about. I mean, I have a client right now, she's got a colonial brick home and she wanted farmhouse, but it doesn't work. It, it, it really, you know, her home screams traditional and yet she doesn't want to go to a more dated look. So we're going to sit her right in the pocket of transitional. So the whole thing in concept really ties together. So transitional is very popular. All right. So you're going to have modern materials in transitional steel, glass, wood, all the elements that you can see in all the different styles are really thrown into transitional. But transitional has the plus furnishings like traditional. Okay. Um, transitional has a more neutral color palette. You can sit in what they call the grayish, kind of gray, kind of beige, right? They came up with this whole color palette a couple years ago for transitional because all the beige kind of went away with traditional. So you know transitional is a style in and of itself you can see barn doors with transitional you would also see those in farmhouse decor so it's really a blend of a lot of different styles but also really pulling together the traditional elements so again if you're coming out of traditional and you're trying to upgrade a really nice next step would be transitional because with some paint colors and very minimal decorating you can be in a whole new style well you've mentioned traditional a couple of times do you want to talk about that a little bit yeah we'll touch on it real quick um that is the fourth that i wanted to hit today uh so we've got boho chic as number one farmhouse which is still okay so i told you i'm not selling boho chic i'm still selling farmhouse so it may not be very popular at all the design shows but it is selling out of my store so where i am located in the world people still want farmhouse i cannot keep that merchandise in stock and yet all my boho chic sits so if you're listening and you need some boho chic and you live across the country go to my website (laughs) i got a huge stock of it um, and then again, transitional, which is a really nice, um, a really nice Mary of a lot of different styles. The last one, traditional. I think we all know this. I think whether whatever age bracket you're in, maybe your parents' house was traditional, maybe your grandparents' house, maybe you had it. I know when I, you know, was coming up, this was the style I had in my late twenties, thirties. Um, darker woods more burgundies, more golds as the accents, uh, a lot of scrolls. So you see a lot of the curved lines in the furniture, a lot of ornate details. This all came out of traditional. So even the fabrics, there were silks, velvets, um, different patterns and texture. You know, right now everything is more muted. Everything is more subtle. Even the blues, even if you are going to use a pop of color, if you're in transitional, it's much, much, much more muted. Back in traditional, we were using much brighter. How many people out there had a red dining room or a green dining room, right? We had all these big, I'm raising bright. my hand. I know you can't see it on the radio. We had bright yellow and not a farmhouse yellow. You know, we just went through and plastered these big colors all over. And then we went into transitional and we started covering all of them with grayish. And now we're sitting in farmhouse in boho and it's all white. So that's pretty much the transition of our wall colors. So if you had to pick the style for Lita Brooks, what would you say that is? Well, I, 
Oh, see? And I feel I, a I drum know. roll somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I really, this is going to sound crazy, okay? And I'm going to preface this because I had, uh, I'm going to give you one little teeny snippet of a story before I answer this question, okay? I had a, someone come up to me, and I'm now their interior designer, and she walked up to me in my store and said, I'd like to hire you. I've seen your work. I, you, everything is great, yada, yada. What's your style? And I said, well, I'm going to pause you right there because my style is not relevant to how I'm going to do this job. I am here to hear your style and to make your home look the way you want to do it. And she said, sold. That is perfect because that's the honest to God answer. So I'm saying that as a designer, as hearing this podcast, if I say my answer, again, it is my personal answer. It is my personal style and what, you know, my home looks like. Um, but yet that doesn't hinder my design ability. In fact, it pushes me out of my box to make sure that I'm doing for my clients. And, and right now that client is Modern Farmhouse and Modern Farmhouse is not my style. No part of it is. I actually sit with a little more of a style that is called rustic glam. You want to know what that means? <laughs> this sounds like a tease for a future show. But it yes. could be. It yes. could be. Yes, I can talk about rusted glam. So it's a little more traditional. I absolutely love the primitives. And what I mean by that, I like to find old corbels and old lights. And I love touches. I love uh, tin. Um, repurposed I, things. Oh, Is that a good way I, to put it? You can put repurposed. Most primitives, that's what we call them, just these old things that are true antiques. Uh, but they're rustic. They're, they've got patina on them. You know, there are things that... Um, old milk crates and and just different pieces that have a lot of character and repurpose those and put them in the house um you know the, again the corbels i've got them everywhere in every yes, doorway i've got these old corbels old doors old windows that is my favorite but i love pairing that with a crystal chandelier i love taking something really old and pairing it with something really beautiful and in that to me is art and I, those are the pieces I look for. It keeps me on the hunt. My home is never done. It is always ever-changing. Um, I will hang a crystal chandelier, and I will take it down and hang up a lantern if I like it better. So, <laughs> um, but it's, it's a really, really unique style, and it's a style of my own. I still like traditional. I still like a good scroll. I still, I don't like necessarily the color palette of traditional, but I like the antiques. Um, I love I looking at pieces with history. I want my house, I don't want to be formal like a museum, but I want everything around me to have a story and to have history. So I personally do not follow trends. I follow them for my clients and I follow everything going on in the world to be a better designer. But in my home, it's a lot different. And I think that speaks volumes about your portfolio, your ability to, as you said, listen to clients and do what they want, not what you like. And again, that's the mastery of what you have done as an interior designer uh, and why people come to you. I know you're Thank busy, you. but that's it. Again, it speaks for itself. Um, so tell us just a very quick, quick tease. What uh, can we expect to hear about as far as uh, the styles are concerned in some of the future shows? Okay, so the styles coming up, we're going to do Hollywood Glam. We're going to do Shabby Chic, Rustic, French Country. Uh, we touched on Mid-Century Modern today, but we're going to get a little deeper. We're going to do Industrial, Contemporary, uh, the difference between Contemporary and Modern. All that's going to be very interesting. And I know that 
as we go through this, it's going to be compelling to to listen to all three parts of the series, as well as the uh, the weight loss plan. Yes, the weight loss. Going plan. on this journey I together. I still cringe. Uh, yes, I'm doing it. And yes, I'm putting it out there. But it's still uncomfortable. It really, really is. And again, you're talking about someone who looks at you with rose-colored glasses saying, honey, you don't need to lose weight. But I'm going to bring in the experts. I mean, there's so much to this. There's so much to learn. There's so much guidance. And I can't do it alone. So reach out. Message me. Help be my support system. Help hold me accountable. It's, it's, um, this is going to be a lot of fun. Well, before we close today, I want you to tell everybody about your social media and the website and how to contact you. Okay. Uh, the main site is statushomedesign.com. And on that site, you can reach all of the businesses. The interior design is connected to that. The online store, the status market, the blog, Status Life with Lita, and the podcast. So Status Home Design, all the channels are painted right across the top in all the different categories. Every one of those has a Facebook page. Uh, the status market, status home design, status life with Lita, and Instagram. So and Pinterest. So we are on all the social media channels. I do not do Twitter or or YouTube. I haven't jumped into those yet. So you sound busy enough as it is, though. I am. I am. Yes. And yes, I can speak to that. Yes, now you I are gotta very lose busy. some weight. All right, we'll go on the journey together. I found out today that we are going <laughs> on this plan. So. I don't know if my success rate will be quite as good as yours, but I'll try. I'll do this, and, and we'll see how it works out. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening and joining us today on Status Life with Lita, presented by Status Home Design and the law office of Derek M. Hayes. Don't forget, you can uh, enjoy any of our podcasts anytime by vi vi visiting businessradiox.com, selecting the Gwinnett Studio, and then clicking on Status Life with Lita. This program is also available on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, for Lita Brooks, I'm Derek Hayes. And you've been listening to Status Life with Lita on Business Radio X.